Perfect. <laughs> Welcome everyone to our So You Want to Work in the Arts sessions. This is the Actor to Producer webinar. So thank you so much for coming. This is all part of our Creative Talent Programme, which is supported by Arts Council. So thank you so much for supporting us and making this possible. We've been running these sessions for about three years now, and we've covered a lot of wonderful topics, um, such as Asian representation, the effects of Brexit on the arts and also the stigma of mental health on the arts. So we've done even more than that. And if you'd like to see or listen to more, then we will send a link in our chat to our podcast channels. Um, a little bit of background for those of you who are new to the sessions. Our CTP programme is basically us supporting young emerging artists and companies, which is what we're all about, what we're here to do. So we give them business strategy, industry mentorship and other support, as well as £2,000 commission to do some new work, which is really exciting. So currently we're looking for companies and artists to do our second year. And we are looking for anyone who is under 27 and in the artistry of film, stand-up comedy or puppetry, which is really exciting. So if you want to take a look, then we are also putting another link in the chat. Please make sure you read the guidelines before you make any application. And the final thing is our sessions. They are captioned as we're trying to improve our accessibility. So a huge thank you to Access All Areas for providing consultation and support to make that possible. So now it's time for the webinar. My <laughs> name is Michaela Hunt. <laughs> I'm a trustee on the Board of Creative Youth and a young creative. I love to act, sing, dance, the arts are really a passion and a love of mine. I'm also now moving into the realm of psychotherapy and counselling, and I hope to bring those two worlds together and go into the realm of movement therapy. Andy? Hi, uh, my name is Andy Hudekova. Um, I've been with Creative Youth for almost a year now. Um, I'm an actor, I've done some voice acting, I'm also an illustrator, and I know nothing about producing, so I'm really excited about today. <laughs> Leah? Um, hello, I'm Leah. Um, I am the company manager at Manicular Productions. Um, I'm the stage manager for Dead Rabbits Theatre. Um, I did physical theatre, and now I'm kind of stage management, producing company managing for physical theatre <laughs> companies um yeah I absolutely love theatre and I'm excited to have these conversations there I feel like I'm hopefully gonna learn a lot <laughs> in the game <laughs> Gemma um, hello uh, my name is Gemma um, I am a producer producer slash director um, so I have a company called Sculptress and we are a production company so we uh, if people bring us their ideas we make those ideas happen um so yes that's I am like I suppose quite like early career and like learning on the job about how to be a producer um so yes I'm also hoping to learn a lot from other people and still some helpful tips <laughs> yeah. well I guess that brings me on to my first question so from your experience of producing what would you say in your own words how would you describe the world as a producer or even if you haven't got any experience, how, in your words, would you describe that well? Leah? Um, so for me, a producer is that person that kind of oversees 
the whole production. They're in charge of like their budget. They know where the money's going to go. They know who the people are. They know everyone's roles and responsibilities. And they're the one that's kind of um, managing that whole oversight. Mm. Um, in my experience, though, that kind of producer role changes depending on um, either the size of the company or the budget of the company. Because for me, that producer role then kind of, I've only, I've worked for quite smaller companies the stage manager and the director has kind of took on them roles before we've actually brought a producer in. Um, mm. Not to say that a producer has, as soon as he brought one in, changed the game <laughs> completely. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think that producer role can either be shared out amongst everyone or is that really manager person that kind of takes control? Mm. Andy? Um, I've always assumed like the producer was the of everyone but apparently not <laughs> um, yeah I just thought the person who makes all the decisions yeah well in it, yeah I kind of well like Leah said it kind of varies from for loads of different reasons like company size and even the mm -hmm. medium in terms of me what a music producer does will be different to what a theatre producer does and so on but I the role of producer for me is, you know, yeah, like Leah said, the person managing the budget, the first person finding rehearsal spaces making and managing dates yeah. and making it happen. So I see it as almost the um, the organi organization admin part of what it takes to create any piece of work or performance or project like that. Yeah. What do you think, Gemma? All of those things. I think, yeah, <laughs> I, think I would say that a producer is to like, a producer's job is to get all the right people on a team so that everyone can do their jobs incredibly well and the production happens so i would say mm. that a producer is only as good as the people who they who they hire so for, so once once the director and uh actors and uh designers are all hired hopefully that that part of the job's create is done because then you've got the creators in the room and they can make the show so talking about theater mainly but then they can make the show and then I suppose it's about yeah all the administrative aspects that happen without that so like all the marketing and the ticketing and all of those kind of mm. things so it's just I would say it's the producer's job to get us through to um to the final performance and make sure that everything runs smoothly and no one needs to worry about things that are not within their remit um, mm. it's like a catch we're like catch all people we catch yeah. everything comes through the cracks I suppose. <laughs> yeah I guess it becomes um, the kind of person who grounds the production you've yeah. got all the creatives with all these ideas and all these okay this is what we want to do and then you've got that person that kind of just grounds it to say okay well this is how what's feasible possible and what we can make happen Definitely. so that's exciting. Is, um, is budgeting part of producer's job? a huge part all that kind of yeah. where they're going to get the money and then how mm. the money is then distributed within yeah the company yeah I think quite often people so i think sometimes when uh if they're hiring producers as a as people with pre-existing ideas some people would say that producers only job is to make is like to get the money um mm. i think producers are creative people as well so we'd want to we want to yeah. be involved in all the aspects but no i think i would say budgeting is like a huge part of the job. Mm. Yeah, definitely. They're the gateway. <laughs> the gateway, yeah. 
Andy, did you want to ask a question? Uh, yeah, so, um, I mean, so much about this industry is like about connections. So I just want to know, like, where do you go to get those connections? Like, what do you guys think? Gemma? Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to think. I think it's so annoying because it's such a, like a trite thing to say. But I would say that once, like, emailing people cold is is very annoying and sometimes a bit um there's no there's no feedback but once you once people know who you are they're more like if, even if they see your name in the inbox and don't reply they know what you're about so i would say cold emailing is good and then once you once you make if you go to an event and there's like a q a afterwards or there's something afterwards just making sure that people in the industry know who you are is a good way to start to build those networks because then because then you can have separate conversations with people about how to grow from there um but yeah and annoyingly it is i think it's just it's about going to things and showing your face and keeping saying i'm a producer this is what i've done this is what i'd like to do and just yeah keep keep going yeah that cold yeah. emails cold emailing is so interesting isn't it because i think a lot of people are quite scared to do it yeah but having that confidence to just the job and the communicate are never just going to come to you like it's never going to pop <laughs> So work for it getting as many inboxes as possible getting your name out there getting I feel like I've always applied for jobs and never got them and then all the jobs I've got is for when a Facebook ads come up and then I've gone and met this person they know this person then I've got the job and I'm like what mm. yeah, yeah. never happened and I've never had a job like a classic way where something's come up like it's always been mm. I worked on this tiny show then I went to the after party then I met this person that was doing the show next week that I went and saw and spoke to the producer and was like oh you need someone to help you hello do you know what yeah. I mean yeah I think just being confident in what you're going to offer and confident in what you can do and then putting it out there definitely and also it's also down to organizations even like creative youth that's where my first first producing opportunities kind of came through Obviously, when you're doing um, studying theatre and drama and stuff like that, I know certainly when I was doing it in college, we had a business um, side sector of of the career sector kind of whole module. And I remember thinking, oh, my goodness, this feels so difficult. Oh, my goodness. And doing it and then doing well in it and being surprised about that. But then coming into organisations like Creative Youth who are there to support young emerging artists in whatever form they come, as it is so many, it's it's also exciting and good to, to have opportunities out there for people who don't have any experience necessarily, yeah. but are here to learn and wanting to, you know, step into their producer role. And also, like, not respecting that every single person on the on the job or in a community that you go into, never ever just does one thing. Yeah. Mm. So never go. Okay, I'm the. I want to be a producer, so I've got to go and talk to that producer. I want to do stage management, so I've got to talk. Yeah. Like, there's very most likely that all the actors are also doing side hustles that are doing stage mm -hmm. management, and the tech people know someone that's a producer, and it's about really respecting the wide range of creatives that you actually have yeah. in the room, and going mm. to all of them because all of them are just like us and they all want everything and they all do all about yeah yeah it's kind of that feeling that you know 
we all have that inner producer already. So it's about kind of unlocking that because as an artist, whether you consider yourself a producer or not, if you're organizing gigs for yourself or performances and rehearsing in this place and that place, you produce him. So, right. So let's move on to my next question then. So how did the opportunity to produce happen for you guys? Leah? Well, mine was, so I've always kind of done the tech stuff and the outside of theatre stuff. Um, just because I, as soon as you start doing drama as a kid, you're told like, what's your plan B? Like, it's so competitive, what's your plan B? And it's like, well, I don't have a plan B. Like, I'm just gonna do everything and know everything. And then there's billions of jobs. So you can't tell me that I'm not. And then we did physical theatre at uni, which was obviously all about putting your own theatre on. Like if you're not gonna, if someone else isn't gonna put you on the stage, like put yourself on the stage, like make it happen. Um, and we did a lot of devising and a lot of kind of producing in the sense that we had to put our own show on, source our own material, get our own budget plan sorted. Um, and then I started really kind of realizing that that's where I'm going to shine. Like that's where I'm my most confident. Like I was like, oh no, I want to be an actor. And then as soon as I started doing the other stuff, I was like, oh shit, this is what you're good at. Like this is where you're going to do it. Um, so then I started doing, I got a job on Facebook, as I said, um, met the lady, chatted to the stage manager that was there. Um, her and a couple of the other actors worked for another company. So I went to see their show and after the show, I joined them for drinks and then they needed a stage manager. Um, so I worked for them. And then obviously I've just grew in that company now to company manager where I'm doing all the stage management, the venue management and the producing for the company now. Um, wow. So yeah, it was just a mad journey of just kind of putting yourself out there and realizing what you're really good at and what getting confident in that. Um, and now I'm a bloody producer in a company. <laughs> Gemma. <laughs> um, uh, so I <laughs> didn't know, I think a bit like you all, I was like, okay, so all I know really about theatre is that I can be an actor. So I'm going to try and do that. Went to university, was like, don't want to be an actor. Um, so came out and didn't really know what I wanted to do at all. And um, then I got a internship at the Almeida and in the participation department. So that was, I got to um, do a little bit of everything. And as part of it, I was uh, helping with a young company. Um, and so in, the, in that young company, there was a group of people who were like, we want to do something else. And I was like, oh, I want to do something else. So <laughs> I think that it was, it was, I don't even know. It wasn't, it wasn't planned. It was just very much that they needed someone to like organize stuff. And I was like, I can organize stuff. I can do that for you. So I helped them with rehearsal space and availability checking and all that kind of stuff. And I suppose that's, that's, that's that was my first kind of start into what a producer does. And then in the same way as you, I think, Leah, I got told, okay, if no one's gonna do the work for you, then I'm gonna do it myself. So I, for my company, we had a, our first show, which was uh, Dark and Lovely, which was actually supported by the Creative Talent Programme. Um, and <laughs> so because of being, uh, as part of that, we produced a show ourselves. So we got to do so much more hands-on things than we would have ordinarily got to do. And I think it kind of just spiraled from there in the sense that we, because we got a look at what 
goes into making a show, we were able to learn on the job with also the support of Creative Youth, which was very needed at the time, and to make sure that we had something that carried off the final project product even. So yeah, I think it wasn't a planned route. It wasn't um, no one taught like yeah, no one told me how to be a producer. It was just something that as I kind of fell into. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of the same for me. I think the whole thing with producing is, as my mum would say, build the plane as you fly it. You know, I spent the, the, before the actual job of producing began, I spent a lot of time overthinking it and thinking, oh my goodness, this is so big. Like, oh my goodness, it's going to be a lot. And oh my goodness, am I what? And, uh, and then I had to just stop and take a breath and go, you know how to do this you'd be doing this all the time now you've just got the title of it but you're doing it so just continue to do you you got this you've got all the tools that you need already sometimes you know as artists we all have a tendency to over prepare over prepare oh I can't do this yet because I need to do this 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 or I can't put this show on yet because I still need to do this 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 you just got to jump in because you've got all the tools and they come to you as the process continues as well. So it is really just about knowing that you can do it and knowing that it isn't as daunting as it seems. Sure. What about you, Andy? Um, I mean, the most I've done about like with producing is that I put my own show at uni but we had the support of teachers, so it wasn't as daunting as like doing it <laughs> outside of uni. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's really not as daunting as it seems. Like it really is, a lot of it is about just trusting that you can do it. Mm. Um, yeah, and just and doing it. And not being afraid to fail. Like if yeah. you're on a show and it doesn't work, okay. Yeah, it's not the end of the world. Like, yeah. And I think the best way to learn is by making them mistakes and making them, and then you think, mm. oh shit, don't do that next time. Yeah, time. definitely. And that's the way to. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Do you have another question, Andy? Uh, yeah. So, uh, how important do you think location is to being a producer? Like, you guys are both based in London. Do you think that's like really important for being a good producer? Like, could you do what you do outside of London? Gemma? Um, yeah, I, I don't, I think, I don't think location is, as, is as important as uh, funding things would like you to think. So I think obviously London's a great place to do, be and there's loads of data here, but I think you can do producing anywhere as long as there's a space to perform. I think you can do, you can be a producer. Um, and I, th I think there's a lot of resources online to help to help that happen. Um, and I think, yeah, I think I don't I don't think that being in London is a hindrance to being a producer. Is that is that kind of your is that does that answer your question? Yeah. Is that yeah. I go on the right track? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Leah? Um, I. I don't I think it's silly to say it's not important because I feel like if I was trying to be a producer in Devon there'd be like or in Liverpool there's like two theatres so it's obviously great to get to a space that's full of people that are, really want to do this because that helped me a lot however I don't think it's as important as people think 
I think mm. if you spoke to me like three years ago, I'd be like, London's the best place ever. And now I'm like, no, no, like now I want to go to Europe and do it there. And now I want to go to Croatia, uh, Korea and do it all around there. And it's like, oh, okay. Mm. Like you've, yeah. I think everyone should experience London because I do think it's, I think when we're here for a long time, we forget how special it is. Um, to like yeah. any pub now in London and be able to talk to someone and be like, what do you do? And there's most slightly a creative there that you can bond with however mm. I think there's so many other places that also do that that yeah Manchester's insanely good theatre scene um yeah and Bristol. there's the arts is everywhere yeah <laughs> everywhere isn't it so, so where you have the arts you have producers <laughs> yeah so but I do think everyone should experience London even if it's just yes. for a year to like come and because mm. I think it opened my eyes massively I thought I was in Liverpool and Manchester thinking I knew everything about everything <laughs> and I was like oh shit you know nothing about nothing <laughs> but yeah like a real because of the amount of theatres and the amount of spaces there are in London I think there's like a real opportunity to fail which is yeah. which, without without it being a, a, a big a big thing as it might be in places that have a smaller theatre scene um which is good because you get to practice without everyone like having like a BDI on you. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think, I, th- I think it is, it has become kind of like a trajectory, like London's become a trajectory route for most things about coming to London and learning your craft. And then if, if you want to, or if like you're, so I'm from Birmingham. So if you're like city calls you back, as in you feel like you want to go back, then I think all of the skills that I've learned here would be as applicable go back in Birmingham. Back. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Go back and take over Birmingham. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, actually, let's, that actually brings me on nicely to my next question. So do you guys know any of, of any resources out there for, you know, young budding producers? And if you don't know of any resources, what resources do you think need to be more readily available? Andy? Oh, Leah, anyone? Andy? So I, my company, um, we are part of stage one, so we've got the producer's bursary, Mm -hmm. and even without getting a producer's bursary, they have a lot of resource packs on their website about how to do, uh, how to tour shows, and what goes into, like, making a budget, and all of those kind of things, which I think are very useful for, um, young producers and like emerging producers just to know just to have a format that you can um that you can use and you know that you're doing it right without having to come up with things from scratch um mm. so i think that would be a good a good one there's also some facebook groups um which are really good resources um i think uk uk producers i think that's what it's called um mm. and that is where i see a lot of jobs going on and people are constantly asking and sharing for arts council applications and budget and all of those kind of things and it's very open and friendly and I would say that that's also a great place to find people who are willing to talk to you and willing to teach you um exciting it's backstage they're really good um very very good I did the yard in Hackney. They're really good. They have like a young people's theatre program where lots of different like jobs and stuff are going up. Um, mm. And then I've always done theatre companies because that's where I that's what I want to work in. So yeah. I always look at like different theatre companies that I enjoy going to see. Like the Pappy Show are great. 
um, and they often have a lot of workshops, which I know this is actors to producers. So for me, going to an acting workshop mm. um, and doing their like performance stuff and really enjoying the class and then after the class being like, hi, I'm a stage manager producer. Can I help you? <laughs> yes. A lot of the yeah. workshops are really, really good actually for contacts and networking and stuff. Yeah, I think you make a really, really good point about, you know, not seeking out specifically producing workshops and things obviously it's good if you can find some I I'm you know I don't know of many resources but you know the common theme with all the resources that are out there we are organizations making them happen and so I think that's really important for organizations to keep doing especially during this time um but yeah it's about just you know as we said when there's art there's producing so emerging yourself in any part of the arts can still get you onto though that producing path show should you so choose it andy have you got a question or anything i was just thinking uh, about resources like for me personally like i'm really bad with numbers so budgeting like it's such a big part of producing and it's mm. it, i find it so scary so i'm really interested in what Jerma said about like all the workshops and like all the resources because budgeting is I find it terrifying honestly um yeah them documents that do like step by step stuff like that it's like at school when you never get taught about tax and then you yeah things that that would be sick yeah yeah I do I think stage one do have like a temp like a template budget but also like I'm willing to share like budget I think once you have like the format um then it's like super then it's it does I don't think you you don't have to be good at maths because excel is good at maths for you yeah um, <laughs> what you need to do is put in the numbers and I think as long as you can like use like two different formulas I think that's that's kind of all you need to do and just keep a track mm. of it um also if you find out formulas for a second <laughs> Formulas Excel like, is good. Yeah. Write essay, isn't it? A synonym. Synonym. It's like formula. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I yeah, I think I'm happy to share it with you after after I mean during the session or whatever, Andy, if you want one. And yeah. anyone else if they ask for it. I yeah. If, yeah, that would be actually really good. <laughs> I think yeah. Excel is, is good though, like Excel is a good point for young budding producers get to know Excel if you don't already because it is a very helpful tool I find. It's a helpful tool with even any general life admin. <laughs> so my next question, what advice do you have for actors wanting to step into the world of producing? Andy? Um, get out of your head and just do it. Yeah, <laughs> Very much. yeah that, Very that's much. my advice. <laughs> Leah? Um, I think what makes a great producer is kind of respecting and appreciating every single role in a theatre. Like, I think a lot, like, from the runners and the the like lighting person that comes in for a day to actors to everything just really respecting every role um because I think once you start respecting the 
like the humongous effort that goes into putting on a show is when you start really appreciating what you're doing and then really being able to delegate and make sure everyone's doing it correctly and not I think I've met a lot of producers that have been like oh they're cool they're just doing the lights anyway and you're like no 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 hello yeah a huge thing over here yeah Um, I think that's my I think the best producers that I've ever met and worked with are the ones that are like you can tell that everyone on the team is just respects them so much that they don't want to do their job wrong and they're not shouting at them and they're not being like a big bossy manager the the team aren't going to make mistakes because it's more good for you to mess up for them because you're like no I don't want to be Rebecca (laughs) I think really um having that respect for everyone on your team is fantastic Mm. I I feel like producers get a rep of being bossy yeah yeah Mm. fun as a producer it's fun I know yeah. it's budget planning but it's fun <laughs> yeah it is fun it is it's good is the reason that producers get a reputation for being bossy is because I think because because sometimes producers hire people I suppose I suppose it's, it's just it's that way but I like I think the sorry I'm I'm this isn't not what I would say this isn't so this is not my um advice but another thing is just that I think knowing that there's like no like the hierarchy is is like blurred and it's not a hierarchy like I would mm. say that like the producing team so that's like who's like producers and directors and marketing and all of those everyone is kind of on the same level because we're all trying to get mm. the show to the stage and I think that's what you were saying about yeah. making everyone as, as is, is as important as yeah. everyone else is and mm. um, because mm. if you were just a producer on your own nothing would happen you've got you've got a beautiful budget but then there's no one to do anything. So, um, <laughs> but that wasn't that wasn't my advice. But my advice was is that don't be like afraid to ask questions, especially when you're first starting out. Um, mm. Don't if you think that something's going wrong, say it when it's going wrong, so that you don't have to unpick it like three weeks later, and it's a much bigger mm. deal than it would have been at the very start. Um, it's yeah. just to be open and clear about what you're doing and why you're doing it. If people are asking, and if you're stuck ask for help from mm. uh whether that's from a random person who's in a producing group or sending a cold email or whatever but just making sure mm. that you're not you're not sitting in a stew of oh my gosh I'm doing this wrong oh my god what's happening yeah. just making sure you're not there because that's when things start to go wrong I would say yeah exactly you know it's we've already established and spoken about the fact that it's it's a team effort and everyone's going to be doing a little bit of everything so you know as you as your role as a producer may have something that you're like oh my goodness I don't know I don't know how to solve this right now or whatever but unless you speak about it with others you're working you don't know that you know your director doesn't know oh yeah you need this oh I've got that because I know this person or even one of the actors on stage are like oh no 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 oh my uncle's really good with these things he'll do this free or blah, blah, blah. It's, you know that kind yeah. of communication is definitely very key in the whole producing creating any sort of project's purpose yeah communication is a good one mm. And owning your, like owning. I hope to swear. (laughs) Sorry, owning when you mess up, like just like I've made a mistake here, but now let's move forward. Yeah, Yeah. I think a lot of producers go, "No, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. The best was meant to happen." So no, 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 that's cool. 
it's fine. Yeah, it's a learning process. Like, even, no matter how uh, well-renowned the producer you are, it's always a learning process. There's always something new to learn. There's always situations, new situations that are beyond your control to come up. But, you know, it's about relaxing into it, having fun, because at the end of the day, things happen that are out of your control. You can't change them, but what you can change is how they affect you. And also, you know, like Leah said, it's fun. So have fun. Really? <laughs> Budget planning, but it's so much fun. <laughs> so Andy, if you've got another question. Um, I think I kind of got answered already because I just wanted to ask like if producers are involved in like the auditioning process but I mean if you're already involved in everything then I suppose you are mm. um, I'm not sure I do casting at my place but I don't know if that's just because I do both I'm not too sure if that's a producer thing hmm. so say that again I do the casting at Funicular um, and the hiring, but I didn't know if that's, I don't know if that's what producers do everywhere. I don't know if that's just... Um, yeah, I think... Directors, so... Yeah, well, I think it kind of varies from, you know, company or project to project, to be honest, because I find sometimes you might be the producer, but the director has a vision and knows, you know who they're going to be auditioning or who they're opening up auditioners to. So for instance, if you're producing a um, piece of theatre that is done um, within schools and stuff like that, then, you know, the person organising it and running it, running it will have, I guess, a bit of their foot in the producer role if they already have kind of ideas and contacts. So for that reason, things could like, it can vary, but then if you're, being brought in to literally sort that out. You've got someone saying, I've got this piece of work that I want to put on. I need your help. Then that kind of opens your role more to either finding a casting director or sorting out auditions and all, all that kind of stuff. It definitely varies. Yeah, I, was, I feel like in my experience, it's more, um, I would like the producer would do like a very bit availability checking and that kind of thing and making sure that there's people who are coming into the casting but then I would say that once the actors are coming in I would say like that might be like the directors maybe the producer maybe a casting director in the room and making those decisions whereas I would see the producer just yeah facilitate that process rather than mm. being, on, being on there but I think that depends on scale because sometimes the producer might be in the room um, yeah yeah, exactly. It really just depends. Definitely depends. I think, yeah, as the producer, really, you're, yeah, I kind of see it as kind of like the backbone of the project, because even if you have other artists in the project, <clears throat> project that are doing producery bits, that's still like a small part of it, if that makes sense. So you may have a director who's like, okay, I am gonna deal with the casting, so I want to be in the auditions.
but it's still the producer who says, okay, well, let me find one. Let's work out the dates for the auditions when works for everyone who wants to be partaking in that process, like sitting and watching and being part of the deciding process. Where are we going to rehearse? Is there a budget for this? Or are we looking for free spaces? There's always, you know, the point and the roots that come out of that point to get to that, like, in the first place. So it's definitely looking more into the detail. So you've got the creative side and the vision, and then you've got the more logical side and the, okay, how, how practical is this? How can this work? And how is, can we do this in the most efficient and best serving way? So how's everyone feeling? Because we've gone through quite a lot in quite a quick amount of time. I didn't expect us to be, I've <laughs> spoken so much at, in half an hour, but what do you guys think? Yeah, I'm doing good. So exciting. I can't believe yeah, programs and stuff. It's amazing. It's nice to hear what other people do in their process as well. So yeah, I'm enjoying that. Okay. Well, um, for those watching, any questions? Just let us know in the chat. And if not, then I guess we'll say goodbye. So just give a second for questions. What you do, Gemma, is so cool. What I, what I do? Yeah. I think that's it. I feel like like you're doing like producing and casting and like you're doing everything all in one and you're like stage managing and company no, managing. You're doing what I did. Yeah. I feel like you're like yours yours seems like a more regular role. So you're is it are you constantly going into productions and then um, that process is happening or yes yeah, so we do shows thursday to sunday so i run okay. the live shows okay. uh, doing like the stage management and stuff and then all the producing stuff is all like the admin out of hours so doing all the rotors the budgets the yeah stuff like that. um well that's actually a good point when you talk about out of hours what would you say to someone um wanting to go into the realm of producing how would you describe the hours of that job what does it take um out of you physically mentally emotionally Gemma let you take this one <laughs> <laughs> so because um we like so my company is not like we're not regular production so when there's a show on obviously it's all hands on deck but then there's like lull periods but when there is a show on I would say the hours are the hours in the day, and, <laughs> which is really, which is the thing is that's really bad practice, and that that shouldn't be the case, um, because there is enough time in working hours to make a show happen. But I think, especially because if it's your project that you're producing, you're like, well, it's my project, so of course I can devote all of this time to it. Um, mm. So what I what I want to say to people who are aspiring to be producers is that it should be normal working hours. That might be on different days of the week and obviously there are there are always things that will come that come in um at random times and also theater theater has weird hours so we are evening workers anyway and that should be the practice but also sometimes that's not the practice and that is a uh, exhausting and <coughs> so you need to take care of yourself and set good boundaries mm, set good boundaries good boundaries yeah. yeah boundaries is definitely important especially if you're 
in the role of producer in a project that's your own that you hold dearly to yourself it's kind of like you need to step back sometimes the passion is a you know we're all very passionate about what we do so sometimes that passion just kind of bypasses anything else and it's like oh yeah well you know I'm about to go to sleep but this email's in now and I've seen it now and I'm not going to be able to sleep knowing that I've seen the email and I need to reply it so might as well just do that now and oh while I'm up here I may as well just do this and then that and then, exactly, blah, blah, exactly. and then all of a sudden it's two hours later and you're like oh no <laughs> but I feel good because I've done some work <laughs> so yeah so we have a question hello and thank you for your workshop you're welcome my question would be if you have a theater project you would like to produce how do you determine the time frame of the project and how long the show itself should be thank you Mm. Leah what do you think I think how long the show itself would be for me always determines whether I have the budget and the venue time mm. um, and then I am a suckler is that the right word for deadlines I love them and I love putting deadlines in places where I know I might not be able to do it because then I'm like oh yeah I've got to get this show up in two weeks let's do it and I'm like mm. done auditions done casting I'm wrong process three days to get the show up so I love a deadline and then it mm. all I project plan and I'm like okay these are my steps yeah deadlines are deadlines are definitely important I think you know it's important to set realistic goals and realistic deadlines and a realistic time frame but it's also important not to kind of give yourself too much or yeah. think that if you've only been given a shorter time frame that it's not possible because it is it is possible you you know with with the right um proactiveness and mentality you can get it done in what time frame whatever time frame really yeah but deadlines I agree are definitely important and like you said even if you don't make them but if I make a deadline for something in four days and then I get to the fourth day and I'm not quite there. It's okay because I've already basically done the lead work for it to be done because I was aiming for that. But that just means that maybe at this time this wasn't a realistic goal, but I've done a big chunk of work either way and I'm still progressing. So that's good. And Jam, what do you think? Sorry, and on the other side of that, mm-hmm. nothing more delicious than finishing it just earlier than your deadline. And then you're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, what do we do in a day? Yeah, (laughs) such a good point. Yeah, very true. And I think it's again the same as both of yours, just a project plan. So I I would say working backwards. So when would you ideally like it to be on? And then Mm. going through not day by day at that point, but week by week and working backwards that way, I think is a good way to get a sense of how long it would take to do it. But then I would say if you're going to do it that way, you probably do need to be as detailed as possible week by week. So when are you going to start the casting? When are you going to do the contract? When are you going to, when do you need the rehearsal space for? When's tech we're going to do? All of those things, you need to have as much detail to make mm. sure that you that you don't run into like week five and be like, oh, oh, so I haven't set any tech time, which is important because the show needs a lot of lighting and sound. So just making yeah. sure that you don't forget any aspect of um, the production. 
but yeah, I think working backwards mm. is the way that we normally do it. Um, I think, I know, I think deadlines is, is really good because, I mean, for me personally, like, if I don't have a deadline, I'm really bad at getting stuff done. Like, mm. I think it's part of, like, having um, ADHD, but if I don't have a deadline, I just keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and just don't do it, which is horrible and maybe part of the reason why I maybe shouldn't be a producer and I'm better <laughs> being an actor because I'm you know given a task and I do it and that's fine but yeah I really appreciate like producers mm. and directors like giving deadlines definitely. Well I guess it's about seeing um, it less of okay well I need someone to give me a task and you being the person that gives you so that yeah. task because <laughs> that's I'm like that as well if I don't give myself a deadline if I don't say right today Michaela you're going to do this 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 and this that's not getting yeah. done. <laughs> so I think we have another question. Um, nope, just that one. Dama, how would you decide how long the show is for? As in the running time, the running time, or like how long the running. I feel like the running time depends on if it's a device show. I would probably ask the director and uh, whoever was in the rehearsal room to be to give us an estimate at the start. And then I'd add 10 minutes onto that estimate. Um, <laughs> if it was a written show, then I, I feel like, I can't remember what the exact um, thing it is, but it's, I think it's something like a minute and a half per page or something, there's, some, there's like some equation that is like a general guide right. of how long the running time is. Um, yeah. So I suppose that's how long, I, that's how I would go about um, saying how long the show should run for. But in terms of mm. uh, booking space, I would say that depends on how, is it a show that's been done before? Um, is it uh, are they recognised people? How much money do you have? All of those things I think would go into making that decision because I because as much as so you've done all the work to get to this point of making a brilliant brilliant show, but you need to make sure that people are going to come and see it. Um, mm. And I think it's much harder to attract people for a month long run if they're not sure who the creatives are, what the story's about than it is for an established company to make work. So yeah. I would say build up. And also um, surely like how how many tickets you need to sell to like- Yeah, then break even. even. Yeah. Seven days. Yeah. 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 Hmm. yeah. See, yeah, that is kind of just goes back to Excel because when you think about budgeting and you yeah. think about all the things that you need to do and actually work out how to make this show, not it like, you know, when you love what you're doing and you have a passion for it, it's not even always about making money, but you want to know that at least this show, it was able to stand by itself financially. So yeah. Excel's good because I personally, my maths isn't, isn't where it was in GCSE level, <laughs> but, um, it is really a helpful tool and going back onto the tools before we end I thought it'd be good if you could just say some of the tools and um, places that you said gave stuff and tips and yeah. advice and workshops and so on. Should I write, should I write it in the chat? Would that be helpful? Yes yeah. actually yes. Um. Well, actually, I don't know if the audience members can see the oh. chat, so maybe if you could say a couple as well. Yeah, 
And so the one that I was talking about, which is a website, which is stage one, stage one, I think they're just called stage one, and they are, uh, they support em uh, emerging and mid-career producers um, and have bursaries, so you should definitely check them out so you can get support as well. Um, and the other one I was talking about, which is really good, is the UK Producers Facebook group. Um, okay. I don't think you even need the Facebook account to join Facebook groups anymore. So yeah, I think those, I think those are my two headline resources. Perfect, Leah. Um, a lot of small time theatres like The Yard, or if you look at theatres that have been funded by the Arts Council, a lot of them put on mm. a lot of programmes. The Yard is a great one in Hackneywick. Um, mm. Facebook groups, again, Backstage Theatre is full of just so many different kind of creatives that put on jobs from big time to like small little touring things for producers, which is great. Um, and then again, theatre companies that, I'm all into the physical theatre world, so physical theatre companies and their kind of workshops and programmes. The Pappy Show are fantastic, um, and a lot mm. of them are great. So get involved. And they're really cheap, it's like £7 glass. That's good. That's good. I think, yeah, affordability is definitely... Uh, a discussion for another time when it comes to workshops, classes and tools, actor tools. Um, but yes, so this has been wonderful. I hope that everyone else has just enjoyed it as much as I have and learned some stuff. It's been nice to chat and kind of just hear what it's been like for other producers, actors, performers, artists, and sometimes it's good to know that you're not alone. So <laughs> it's nice. So thank you all for the panelists for joining us today. The sessions are recorded. So if you wanted to check this out, take a listen to them, or just check it out another time when you're feeling like it, then you can also actually pass this on to a friend because the link I think has already been posted but the link will be posted in the messenger chat for you to just listen to the podcast again <laughs> so we've obviously got IAF International Youth Arts Festival Kingston running until the 12th of July which is so exciting I've already been there myself and it's oh it's just so good to be finally able to watch live music and live shows and just really be in that arts welcoming warm atmosphere so if you want to definitely take a trip down to Kingston during the week next weekend it really we have some really amazing stuff on it's really exciting we also have more webinars just like this going on throughout the week all free so definitely, definitely check them out. Once again, the link is going to be put in the messenger for the schedule of what you can come and see and come and listen to. And finally, we really, really love to hear your feedback on today's sessions. So there is a link to the form in the chat to say hi. So thank you so, 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 so much. And I hope to see you all again soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>